us into our lives. So let's dive deeper into the role that God has called us to be. Relax, grab some tea, and chat. Welcome to another episode of the Four Moms Podcast, your favorite mom's hangout. I am your host, Allison Nick, and here we talk about all of the highs and lows of life after baby. You will receive your full postpartum advantage that includes mom's tips on faith, mental care, relationships, and more. We are postpartum's advantage. We are here for you, sis, and we understand. Now, let's start the show. Hey, mom friends. Okay, so I'm really excited about our guest today because not only is she my Sarah, but she is (laughs) she is an amazing woman of God. She's amazing mom. She's amazing wife um, and amazing entrepreneur and businesswoman. And so um, today here we have Miss Sethlina or Sethi um, Amike. And she is, like I said, a mom, a wife, a designer, interior designer, an author, um, candle maker, DIY wire galore. Oh, and she had so many, um, what do they call that? Um, jack of all trades. She knows so many things. <laughs> and so I'm really excited to have you on. Sethi, how are you doing today? Good. How are you? Thanks for having me. Of course. Of course. So kind of give us a little bit of um, a background of your story. Um, just becoming, going from mom to entrepreneurs, like DIYer to this, to that. And then you had a post at one time you were a model. It's just been a lot. It's been a lot, girl. A lot didn't happen in your life. <laughs> a lot didn't happen in my life. And you want to scratch the surface. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so, I, yeah, I, I, I do a lot. I have done a lot. Um, most of my life have been a creative in some way or another. Um, I also sing, <laughs> and so there's a lot of things. I know it's, it's just, the creativity has always been like kind of off the hook, um, and so I have kind of um, it, it's, it's taken me a long time because when you can when you can do a lot of things, it can be really difficult trying to figure out which which lane to go in. And so you spend more time trying to figure out this is what I'm supposed to do because I'm I can do it and I'm good at it or not, you know what I mean? So it's it's very um, you know trying to figure out which which avenue to go to. Um, but yeah, I've been I've been doing um, you know painting, singing, writing. Um, I did spoken word poetry for a while. I did portraits for a while. I mean, I've, I literally anything that you can think of in the arts, I've done it. Um, and now that I am in my thirties, it's probably the first time that I can actually streamline it. And the first time I'm okay with some things kind of being a hobby, some things being monetized and some things nobody needs to know. And this is probably the first time that I'm actually okay with that. 
Hey, hey, mom friends. So before we get into everything with the episode, y'all know I am on a fast from social media until the end of the month. And so um, I will still be posting. I'm posting through a third party app. So I won't be scrolling through social media because that's definitely taking up my time during the day. And I know the kids probably like developing habits of like, oh, she's on her phone. I'm gonna be on the phone like, you know, and I just really wanted to focus on God and my next steps of clarity. So I will be fasting. But you guys feel free to comment and post. But you guys, today was day one. I post this comes out on Tuesday, but I'm recording this on Monday. It came out. This is day one for my fast. And y'all. There were so many times where I wanted to just like do an IG story, be like, y'all see what this child is doing or like go over here, talk to you about what I'm doing. It was like, dang, social media be like that. <laughs> like it really does consume your life. So anyway, you guys just be in praying with me. I'm really fasting for clarity for next steps um, and in expectancy for greatness to happen. And so um, be praying with me if you guys want to join the fast. Um, like I said, I'm fasting from social media until the end of the month. Um, I'm also fasting from like from food from 6 a.m. to 12 p.m., um, which I do that sometimes anyway. But whenever you like purposely fast, y'all, I was hungry. Like I was looking at potato chips and everything else like this is a whole meal. And it's like, nah, <laughs> I can't do it. But yeah, you guys. So um, I just I just want to put that out there first. Kind of like give you guys a quick little quick update. But hey, let's go ahead and let's get into the show. That's beautiful. I love how you said that, because I think a lot of times, especially with this world of social media, we try to put everything like on and out there. And sometimes we don't need to. And then I think that also comes with um, understanding your gift and your purpose of what, like you were saying, what thing needs to be out there, what thing is a hobby, what thing um, is a business, what kind of goes in what direction and and, in what lane. In what lane, yes. yes. Yeah, Yeah, like where to put your gifts. I like that. I like it. Okay, so you have a new um, revolution that has come about, and it is called the Anti-Hustle. Can you just tell us more of how that came about um, and what that movement is truly about, which I love. <laughs> Let me say, which I love. <laughs> I like the word uh, revolution. Never thought about it that way. I'm but I'll, say. I'll take it. <laughs> um, so basically, um, I, I, like I said, I, I, I'm good at a lot of things. And so for a while I was doing or trying to do all things. When it came out of a time, there was a time probably circa 2014-ish um, when all of a sudden this splurge of entrepreneurship like this kind of skyrocket and this idea of a girl boss um, kind of you know came forward as far as social media. There was a book called The Girl Boss mm-hmm. and everybody read it by Sophia Amoroso. I, I don't know if I'm saying her name right, but that, that's... Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So she started a company called Nasty Gal. And Nasty Gal is a like a highly revered kind of vintage store that started in her um in her apartment and then kind of moved to, I mean, just the story of her is just incredible. She just, you know, to go from where she came from, kind of not knowing anything she wanted to do in life and being a disappointment to really being like the CEO of this major company. In any case, everybody read that book or heard of it. And everybody decided all at once that we were all going to be these entrepreneurs that were going to take over the world. 
Um, and I know that entrepreneurship has always been a thing. I just didn't, it was just not on the forefront as far as this thing called girl boss until about that time. Yeah. So, um, I read the book and just like everybody else, I was like, I'm quitting my job. I'm going to do this full time because God told me. And you hear the sarcasm in my voice because yeah. <laughs> isn't that everybody's story? You know, God told me to quit my job. Yeah. And then you find yourself flat on your face and you don't know why. Mm-hmm. Um, it's probably because he didn't tell you right now. As in my case, he, he I, I felt it, but I don't think it was supposed to be this very second. Um, and I, I just rushed ahead of the game. And because I spent a lot of time kind of jumping from one thing to another. I had like a coaching, life coaching business. I had a gift box business. Um, and that kind of morphed into what I'm doing now. But at one point, um, I was kind of on top of my game. I was, you know, known by a lot of kind of celebrity clients. I had a lot of people ordering my things from all over, all over the, um, the country. And I mean, I was doing it big. Um, I was, you know, what supposed people see as successful. What people see as successful, but yeah, you know, I, I was I was doing all these things on the kind of the front end. You would just assume, oh my God, she's doing it. And in, in, in many cases, I, I felt like I was doing it. It was a lot of busy work. Like, and I was up until two, three, four, five in the morning. Um, and being a stay at home mom, you you it's not like you can you know when you're when you work you can and nothing's not difficult, but you can drop off your kids, kind of have alone time all the way into work. Mm-hmm. Right. Maybe if you work in an office space where you have a cubicle, kind of slide into your cubicle. Right. Maybe go take a nap on your lunch break if you really need it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. When you're a home mom, you, there is no option. Yeah. There is no slip away. There is no <laughs> downtime. You so, in there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I, just, I just said you in there. Like that's you it. In there. You in there. And so what would happen is I'd be up until two, three, four, five in the morning trying to get my products out the door and then have to be a full-time mom, full-time house, you know, like cleaning the house full-time, you know, all the things, grocery shopping and bills and everything. Um, and I, it was just a lot. And I was wearing myself down. I had, I had my kids back to back. They were, you know, about a year apart and it just was such uh, a, a horrible time because I didn't realize that health wise, I was, I was sinking. I was, I was literally falling apart on the inside until, um, I kept passing out. I kept getting these big, huge boils in my armpit. My skin would break out irrationally all the time because wow. these migraines, these really bad, horrible migraines that would last for days at a time. Wow. Um, and it was just bad, but I didn't acknowledge it was bad because I had I had a thriving business. And isn't that what we all want? Yeah. yeah. We all desire. Um, it wasn't until my sister-in-law made me go to the doctor with her. And they, when they saw my, my blood pressure, um, it literally was one of those things where like, yeah, you, you're not okay. <laughs> you're not okay. Like you really could die at any time. Yeah. Um, and so the anti-hustle to answer your question kind of came out of that season where I felt God telling me, I need you to pause. And if you don't pause, I'll pause it for you. And so a lot of the, the clients that I had started to disappear. A lot of the kind of the, 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 the clients that were, you know, that would order for me consistently started to disappear. Um, I was making really bad decisions in my business because I'm watching all kind of the revenue fall down the drain. I'm like, what is happening? 
Um, and so this was a bad time for me, but I knew he was calling me to rest. And so I just finally decided to turn around and I was like, you know what, <laughs> you know, you, you're, there's gotta be something to this. Let me try it. And I tried it and it changed my life. Wow. And I think whenever you had said that, um, the the phrase of you it looked like you were living life but you weren't living life i was not living life yeah Mm -mm. i was i was i was trying to be this quote-unquote girl boss that you know you know those people that start a business in like you know 24 hours they make like 4.5 billion dollars this is what i thought was going to happen to me i was all my heart (laughs) told me this was going to happen or at least that's what i thought I mean, I, I made up the extra part, but I figured if he, if he said abundance, then, you know, what else is abundance, but cash money? What else, what else could there be? Come to find out I am living in abundance right now. No, I'm not a billionaire. No, you know, things haven't been easy, but like, like you said, I'm finally living life. This is what he wanted for me. This is what he wanted for me. This life where I, I have um, just a, a spirit of, of purpose and of intention and I mother better and I wife better and my sister better and I friend better and all the things because I'm coming from a place of abundance that also is because I have, I have the rest in the back end where I can turn it all off and I don't apologize for that anymore. And because of that, I can think things through. I can make decisions from a place that doesn't mean I'm stressed out. It's not from a place of lack. It is a place of overflow. Mm-hmm. And because of that, things have been much, much, much better. And so the anti-hustle, I, I, I suggest it to anybody. It literally all it means is to be opposite of what the world wants you to be. It's to stop and pause and think and say, is this necessary? Is this what, is this, is this, am I doing it because I want to do it or because I'm trying to compare myself to social media? Mm-hmm. Am I, uh, is this the life that he wants me to live? Am I supposed to monetize this or is this just supposed to bring me joy? Is yeah. this just supposed to, can, can I just paint without wondering how much this painting is going to cost? Yes, yeah. I can. Yeah. Yeah. I love that because even with you, you, you kind of went into my next question about how culture, culture is about grinding hard, team, no sleep. Um, you know, not resting and doing all these things. Lord have mercy. Hope, hope we can't hear these dinging. Sorry. Um, not resting and doing all these things um, so that you can get to this flourishing business. But it's like, God doesn't want you to be stressed out. God doesn't want you to be unhealthy, you know, to where your body is literally breaking down because of some of, you know, because you are stressing yourself out so much. Um, I think there's a season for everything. There's a time that you will have to, there may be a night or two, you may have to stay up a little bit later than what your bedtime is, but it's not supposed to be like that all the time. There's supposed to be all the time. There's supposed to be times when there's times to grind. And this is what I think people don't understand. A lot of people will say, well, we'll question me when it comes to the anti-hustle because they think what I'm saying is to stop. It's and not, yeah, yeah, yeah. And not, and not live and not try. There's parts of life that you have to grind it out. It just is what it is. This is, it is what it is. However, the, con- the, the constant grind, the constant team, no sleep, the constant striving and grinding and doing all the things we are not meant for that. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a verse in the Bible. It, I mean, it, that, that is so relevant that everybody skips over. 
It says, remember the Sabbath day and keep it holy. It says, six days shall the labor and do all thy work, but the Sabbath days, the, the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord thy God. In it, thou shalt not do any work. Thou nor thy son, nor thy daughter, nor thy manservant, nor thy maidservant, nor thy cattle, nor thy stranger that is within thy gates. For in six days, the Lord made the heaven and earth, the sea and all that in them is, and rested on the seventh day. Wherefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and hallowed it. This is a commandment, honey. This is not something that we're that, oh, well, I'm just going to know. He directly says, right in between thou shalt not lie, thou shalt not steal, right in between adultery, right in between thou shalt not covet. There's this fourth commandment that says, rest. I demand it of you. I require it of you. And so if we don't take that seriously and we, we, uh, we ascribe to the idea that more can be done with hustle, then we are literally denying that there is a God that doesn't require all of that for, 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 for him to show his glory. Ooh, ooh. And let me tell y'all, <laughs> that's just, and that's, that's just amazing. And especially for me right now in this season of me being pregnant, um, there are times where my body just can't, right? My body just can't. I you can't. have to listen to it. And you have to listen to it. I, there was a day where I was like, okay, I got all this stuff planned. I want to do all this stuff. And my body was just like, and we're going to sleep and we're going to sit on this couch all day. <laughs> I just, I, I couldn't, I just, you have, couldn't. To, you have to honor that because what yeah. happens is we ignore that little voice and we say, oh, that can't be God. That can't mm-hmm. be the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Why not? Why not? If he whispers right and wrong, if he comforts, if he does all this other stuff, why wouldn't that be an intrinsic part of you need to stop and rest? Why can't that be the Holy Spirit directing us? Why can't it be? Yeah. Yeah. You know? Exactly. No, exactly. I love this. So um, kind of with your going back to your story, you were talking about anxiety um, and almost in a a sense, a, a fear of failure that you had to do all these things um, and, and go into this extreme hustle to get to where you wanted to be versus how the anti-hustle is talking about it now. So for moms out there who um, have anxiety, I know, look, I, I have anxiety right now with this third baby coming, especially whenever these kids be screaming and hollering. <laughs> I'm just like, yo, like I just can't take it sometime. But what is, how has this new lifestyle of the anti-hustle, how has that truly um, changed how you handle anxiety, how you handle stress, and how you just move in your day-to-day? So I think that um, knowing that anxiety is is a part of this fallen world, understanding that it just is, there's a lot happening. A lot is falling apart right before our eyes. I mean, we now understand what our parents were going through. (laughs) That's a little bit. I mean, you got to think about war. You got to think about cancer. You got to think about finances. I mean, come on. Like, it's so much. No wonder why we have anxiety, right? So I'm not saying that that, that there isn't such a thing and that it's not a part of kind of what, how the world operates right now. Um, what I am saying is even in that anxiety, there is a, there's somebody that you can go to and you're going to say, God, I'm anxious. And he's going to tell you to be, and he's, he will, his response will always be rest. His response will always be rest. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The reason that is, is because rest 
is 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 the is kind of and I don't want to say I don't want to make it sound like I'm a medical doctor, but I'm not. But from what I know in my life, whenever I have been anxious, a nap cures a lot, if not all of it. Right. If I'm anxious and I can sit down for a second and say, okay, what am I anxious for? Is it real? Is it made up? Is it the enemy? Is it something that's happened before? Will it happen again? Is it out of my, is it out of my hands? Is there something I can do about it? You can only do that from a sitting down position. You can't do that running. You can't do that chasing. You can't do that hustling. You can only do that with a pen and a paper sitting down and looking at what is in front of you and what is the truth. And I think that that this is why the anti-hustle is so real because it's not just about anxiety. It's about health. It's about heart. It's about home. It's about spirit. It's about all of it. All of these things combined together are fueled from a place of, of, of contentment. And you can only be content if you can sit back and say, Father, you got this. You're driving the car. This is all you. Yeah. 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 There's there's a sense of peace that comes with the anti-hustle. And um, kind of going into it. So Sethi has a devotional called the anti-hustle. Um, and it is incredible. I definitely, when I saw this was her movement and her, like I said, revolution that she had coming on, um, I was like, oh, I need this. Like, I need this. I need this now. And surprisingly, whenever you launched that was right around the time. And I've talked about this on this podcast where I literally just had like a mental breakdown. It was about mm-hmm. last July that that had happened. And I think you released it somewhere around. Yeah, the tw- like May. It was like May, May, June around that time. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So it was literally right around the time. Everything was just happening in my life where I felt like I was just. I couldn't handle it. Nobody was listening to me. I was trying to communicate and nothing was happening. And I just had a complete mental breakdown. And I got your devotional. And during the time, because I had took off of work, I just read this devotional. And it was so mind-blowing and so mind-changing that um, I would definitely recommend it to anyone, especially our mom friends, um, especially anyone mom, mompreneur, anybody out there that's trying to do a whole bunch of things. There is such a thing of having, um, we already talk about prioritizing, excuse me, in our motherhood, but there's such a thing as prioritizing and having peace in your life in multiple facets, multiple lanes that we may run in. So I would definitely recommend um, Sethi's devotional. Um, And it's not a hard read. It's a very easy read. (laughs) She lays everything out there very easy. There's um, sections where you can ask questions and and things like that. And so um, I do want to ask the question, and I think we've kind of answered this in a sense, but why do our mom friends especially need something like this? What can they take away and how we operate our daily lives? I think what what can be taken away is that um, a lot of times moms think that we have there's this there's this and there's this thing called balance, which I just I don't believe there is no balance. No word, no balance. <laughs> and I says all the time, it's only grace. There's only grace. And so the anti-hustle teaches that that you every day can wake up and you can choose what's important. And if resting that day is important, 
then that means that all you're doing is laying on your back and rolling around with your kids and not worrying about Legos and not worrying about, you know, if you have to order a pizza for three days out the week that week just to get your mental by, then do it, sis. You know, choose rest at all costs. And once you do that, your family will fall into place. Your family understands your boundaries and they will also do the same. So what we're doing is teaching our children. We're teaching generations how to not fall into the world, the idea of, of, of hustle and grind and, and, and attaining all the things and trying to be rich and wealthy, but not rich and wealthy in spirit or in heart. You know what I mean? And yeah. so I genuinely believe that moms, this thing is for us. I know a lot, a lot of singles, a lot of other people take it on, but mamas, this thing is for us. If I wake up in the morning, there's a pile of laundry and I know that today I cannot function with, I just, it's not going to happen. I smile at the laundry and I say, I'm going to get to you. Do my kids have clean underwear? Hopefully. And if not, it's not going to kill them for one day. You know what I mean? Like you have yeah. got to get it from a different perspective. They are not going to die. They're not going to die wearing the same underwear twice in a row. I mean, they might stink, but they're going to be okay. <laughs> and so, especially these little boys, I don't know. They need to go outside and come it's back in. About, girl, it's about these, these men children, these man chaps. <laughs> um, but I think this is for mamas. We have got to know that our children are watching and would you much rather they remember you laying on the couch with them watching Disney plus episode after episode show off the show, or do you want them to remember you worried about all the laundry that needed to get folded? And although there's a balance, both need to happen to keep a clean home. But I would ask that you choose rest in every situation. If rest is you folding laundry, sitting down, and that's what you've chosen to do. It's restful, it's calm, and maybe doing it after they go to sleep or doing it early in the morning when everybody else is down. Whatever it is, I think that the anti-hustle shows that we can control a lot more of our day and a lot more of our destiny than we know because God has given us the tools and he's, he's requiring rest of us for a reason. We have to embrace it. We have to. Yes. Yeah. I, I Look, if y'all haven't just been transformed <laughs> in these last few moments, this was just everything for me. This was everything. So, Sethi, how can our mom friends get in contact with you? Um, tell us more about what's going on. Obviously, we, we've talked about the devotional, but um, I think you just you just relaunched your store. Um, so just tell Thank us you. more about everything that's going on. I know. And congrats again. Boo. <laughs> and just tell us a little bit more about what's going on. <laughs> So um, I have my book, as she said, it's called The Anti-Hustle, um, Be Still, Darling. It can be found on Amazon. Um, and I have a store in which I have candles, pillows, totes, um, all handmade. Um, and they uh, it all ascribes to the idea of what it means to be still and what it means to live in the anti-hustle. And then um, in addition to all that, I have a candle making class and it's not just any candle making class. I really am intentional about showing you how candle making, how, how God has shown himself through me uh, or shown himself to me, I should say, via candle making. And so I'm very specific about the, the different steps and how they can relate to your life. In addition, I have an interior design um, boutique in which I help people really take their space and not just buy furniture just to buy it, not just to be trendy, but to create what I call a space of grace. And so if you wake up and there is 
a beautiful space in which you know that that um, you chose the furniture intentionally because that's your grandmother's chest or that that you know armoire reminds you of your of your father or you know these pillows just you love the color when it's these kind of things that you're surrounded by every day you will more intentionally choose rest just because uh, y'all need look the, the words that she's using intentional rest um, anti-hustle, like all these, these powerful words that she's using and she's using them in her business. She's using them in the, the lanes that God has given her. And she's able to have these different lanes and go into an anti-hustle and do the things she needs to do. I'm just, (laughs) look, thank you, Sethi. You're welcome. Thank you for being on. I, I I love you so much. And, um, I, I appreciate you for Yes. And, and I appreciate, appreciate your transparency and your authenticity. Every time you're on Instagram, it's like, I'm having a conversation with you. And, <laughs> that's um, what I want. That makes me feel so cool. That's exactly what I'm going for. <laughs> no, it's, it's awesome. So I absolutely love you. Oh, Instagram. What's your Instagram handle? Oh, at Sathlina. At Sathlina. And my, my last name is pronounced Amachi. Nobody ever says it that way, but it I'm is. sorry. No, you're fine. Um, at Sathlina Amachi. And that's S-E-T-H-L-I-N-A. A-M-A. K-Y-E. Yes. And I will put all this information in the show notes below, but thank you so much for coming on here and talking about the anti-hustle. This was amazing. Love you so much, boo. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, ma'am.